Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What's up? What's up, you guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I am so stoked to bring you my next guest. We've got Monique Benabu up on the podcast today. If you do not know who she is, you will definitely know who this motherfucking queen is by the end of this podcast. She's so incredibly talented and she has such a strong mission in this world with her music, with her energy, with her many, many talents. And I hope you absolutely fall in love with her mission, her energy, her presence. And I hope you go on to listen to her music and fall madly in love with her music and support her album, which is one of the reasons why I wanted her to come up on this podcast because she has an incredible GoFundMe going on right now. And I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. I hope you freaking fall in love with her. I hope you support her work. One of my missions in this world is to help support artists get their heart-centered work into the world. And I know that you guys already know this about me, but I never bring guests on who I don't 110% believe in or who I don't 110% connect with. And I actually had the honor of hearing this wonderful woman sing live at Bliss Project, which is Lori Harder's event that happens every year. And I was there last year and I was just blown away. I was knocked off my ass because not only because it was so cool and like the beat was so cool and it was so different than anything that I've ever heard before in like a really powerful, potent way, but also the powerhouse voice that came out of this queen is just phenomenal. And it's not just like, it's not just music that you have kind of in the background of your life. It's music that you feel. It's music that you experience. And I just so strongly believe in it. And um, I remember like immediately coming off stage and I like messaged her on Instagram. I found her on Instagram, messaged her. I was like, how can I have this music in my life? Tell me now, please. (laughs) I need it. Um, And I ended up buying, I want to say like her EP or something like that that she has. But it's just so phenomenal. Everything that she brings into this world is so phenomenal and I'm so excited for this album and I'm so excited for you guys to really experience her work and experience her energy and literally guys the minute she walked off stage it was like she floated through the room like it was fucking magical it was so fucking magical but it's like she just like floated through through the room because her like her presence was just so grounded and you can just tell 110 percent it's like this is exactly where she's meant to be. This is exactly what she's meant to do. And I just fucking love that. And the more that I can support people in that, like the more I'm so fulfilled in my life because we need more artists doing heart-centered work and getting paid to bring their fucking work into the world on a global scale. And you can help support her at the end of the episode. We kind of like go through how you can help support her. And you, if you're like, fuck yes, hell yeah, like, let me do this, whether it's, like, a dollar, ten dollars, whatever you feel called to, to to donate to her album, you can just, like, go ahead and swipe up. I'll put everything in the show notes, and yeah, okay, so I'm done rambling. Clearly, clearly number one fan over here. Um, if you have any questions, too, on, like, how to connect with her and stuff like that, I'll put everything in the show notes. But you're more than welcome to, like, email the show um, if you need anything sent her way or like want to praise her 110% if you fucking love this episode screenshot it go ahead and tag us both on the instagrams so that we can share it so we can get this episode out to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people thousands millions we're blowing this shit up okay so i love you guys so much without further ado we got monique benaboo Okay, hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hey, girl. 
Hey. Yes, I was just telling you before we clicked record, but I'll tell everyone else. I'll probably say it in the intro anyways. But yeah, I saw you sing at Bliss and it was just so cool. And the way that you just stepped on the stage and the way you stepped off the stage and you just had your whole energy captivate the room, which is just amazing. And I just love everything that you stand for and everything that you do. So for those of us who aren't apparently diehard fans of yours already... <laughs> <laughs> Can you um, let everyone know, like, what do you do and how did you get started and how did you fall into doing what you're doing right now? I think your story is so cool. Thank you so much. I'm really interested to see how much of the story you know and, like, what part you connect to. It would be really cool. Um, so for those of you that don't know me, my name is Monique Benabou, and I'm a singer-songwriter. Um, I channel all of my transmissions, be that song, poetry, content. Um, I feel like we're in a really cool uh, stage in the world where creatives that don't know their creatives are getting to step into their artistry via content creation. Mm -hmm. So like, I, I definitely... Um, my online presence um, has been a really cool platform for me to reach people and give context to the music that I put out there. So that's, that's who I be in the world and my personal mission with everything that I do, who I be and what I put out is I'm an activator. I want to activate people in remembering the truth of their makeup, of the, who they are and what they're made from, where they came from, and support them, support others in their own personal revolution so that they can live the happiest, most fulfilled experience possible for their course and path. I love that so much. And I think it's so cool. Like everything that you talk about, everything that you do, we'll just get right into it. So I teach on voice, but I didn't always teach on voice because I was so convinced that the only way that I could teach on voice was either being an opera singer and I fucking hated the rules or getting my master's, which meant that more acting school, because I have my BFA in acting and I took voice and movement and all these things, but going to to get my master's meant that I would become even more emotionally broken because they just like break you down so much like emotionally to get you to this neutral place so that you can like take on other characters and stuff like that. But they don't teach you to come back home. And so I was like so fed up with that stuff. But one thing that I realized um, like last year, probably like right before Bliss actually, I changed my entire business. I went from like life coaching to like straight up voice coaching and coaching people through their voice because I made a connection and I know that you teach on this and I would love for you to talk about this because I learned um, like chakras and energy centers through movement yes. and I learned energies about people and this is so funny because this is like my acting degree was literally teaching and learning about different energies that people carry in their voice and I am trained in dialect work too so it's like different energies that people from different areas in the world speak with and different rhythms and all these things in the body and then moving to voice it was like okay now um, where would your body take you if like your voice sat here and like what would happen if your voice sat here and like going through different resonators in your body and one of the things that I do is I read voices and I never realized that I could do that. But I was like, well, how come I know everything that's going on emotionally with that person up on stage yes. without knowing them? And I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> like interesting. And I just knew that from my friends and stuff like that. And when I would teach, I wouldn't teach like you have to hit these perfect notes. I'd be like, what does it feel like in your body? How can we lessen the resistance to allow your voice to carry out from the inside to the outside world? Cause I so strongly believe that your voice is literally like the purest expression of your soul when there's no resistance, when there's no resistance. Yeah. yeah a percent. In fact, in, um, in Sanskrit, the throat chakras, um, translation is purification center. Oh my gosh. Wow. A really powerful point, um, of where we create from because that which we speak begins to solidify. We give, um, okay, so I believe mm -hmm. uh, from a scientific face that our word and what we speak 
is the first physical form we give our manifestations and that which we build. So manifestation starts from within, from thought, from emotion, from story, from beliefs. And once we declare it, we're solidifying something. Now it can be obviously taken back. You're not fucked if you mm -hmm. say something you don't mean, right? There's a ton of unconscious people doing that. It's just what you're going to, what you're beginning to sow at that moment. But when we speak it, we give it an actual frequency as it rolls off our tongue. And this powerful little center point called the throat chakra, Vishuddha in Sanskrit, just amplifies its ability to be recognized uh, through, through frequency, through actual vibration. So it's, it's a powerful thing to understand your voice, to own your voice. And I really um, totally resonate with you around being able to read people. It's also mm -hmm. the basis of my coaching. Um, body language, somatic responses, the nervous system, um, chakra attunement, neurological stuff with binaural patternings. And then the actual voice itself is such an indicator of what you're going through, what your emotional state is. You know, you have, so I personally have so many downloads when I hear someone speak. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm like, hey, I'm getting this hit. And what that is, is me in a nice way saying, I'm reading your voice and I'm, I'm connecting to your frequency. I'm plugging into your frequency and I'm essentially plugging into your experience by taking on your frequency if it's not mine. And because I'm, I'm doing that and I have a practice to be able to do that without um, like a bleed or a transfer, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have some, I'm able to really like support people through fucking epic breakthroughs. Um, and I know you are as well. It's, it's really powerful work. It's so powerful. And I remember like reading something where you started talking about that. And I was like, oh, fuck. And especially with your upcoming album, which we'll talk about too, which I'm so excited about too. So uh, cool. Yeah. But um, even with that, I was like, holy fuck. Like there's other people doing this. Like this is so cool. And I feel like even um, being like the kind of rebel in the coaching industry is that I, I'm like, not only am I like the Amy Schumer of the coaching industry with like my... <laughs> That's definitely by like energy, right? And how I talk and stuff. But like also being like, oh, I read voices. It's like I see dead people and shit like that, right? <laughs> but it's so cool that when I read that, I was like, oh my God, yes, someone gets it. And we can talk about this and we can talk about and what you're doing with your work and your music. And I think it's so, so cool. Like it's just so cool. So talk us through um, like how did you get started in music? Cause like you were on the voice and I I think I was listening to a podcast where you were talking about that or something, but, um, like your experience going from a musician kind of like when you wanted to really take that full time and make that your career and like take that with you. And then to having this, you're creating your own thing now. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So what was that for you? Like, how did that path kind of go? Yeah. So I, um, am one of five kids, I uh, was brought up in a, a music um, I was brought up with music all around me. My mom danced, my mom sang, my dad loved to sing, but they never did it as a profession. My older sister was a super talented singer, but she, um, you know, chose a different path in life. And I just, it was something that I had always known since I was three. Like I'm here to use my voice. I'm here. I'm a performer. I'm a singer. I have some shit to say. And that was known. And then as I began, as I began to uh, mature and grow, I was starting to have life experiences. And through that life experience, I, um, I went through a lot of pain, a lot of anger, a lot of misunderstood um, expression and, and emotion, right? As a human, um, I, was, I was very heavily bullied when I was younger. I dropped out of high school because of bullying, never really fit in. And I just, I knew what I always wanted to do. So I worked for two years out of high school after I dropped out, took my GED, went into community college, and I had a plan. And I was like, I'm going to LA. I've always known I'm going to go to LA and I'm going to make my career happen. 
And so when I was 19, almost turning 20, I moved to LA. I went to school. I was a personal trainer. And shortly after that, I was like, I can't fit in a career. You know, I can't pursue this half-assed. I'm going to school full-time and I'm working full-time and there's just not any time left for my passion. So I dropped out of school and I, apologies, my cat is tearing up. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I always say strictly like on my podcast, like animals are always present. Like right now my dog's sleeping, but normally there's like barking or like weird noises. So it's like, they get it. (laughs) There's always animals somewhere in the room. Want to be part of it. Yeah. Um, so after after I dropped out of college after two years, I um, I fully committed to music, um, meaning I sought out a mentor. I was at the recording studio every day, honing in on my craft, learning how to songwrite, learning how to open my channel you know, writing terrible songs and then writing some really good songs. And then I started doing the open mics for like two years. And then I started hosting open mics. And then I had this moment where my cousin called me and she was like, Hey, have you heard of the boys? And it was the first season. And I was like, yeah, I heard of it. She's like, you have to audition. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. If it's going to be like American Idol, they're just looking for like a typecast they're just looking for like someone to embarrass like I'm serious about this they're like no I really think you should and she was like I'm not getting off the phone until you register create a profile so I registered and I created a profile and fast forward three months later when it was the appointment um I it was my only day off and I was nannying and (laughs) I was like, I'm so tired. I don't really want to go. I lived in a house with actors and stunt people at this time. And one of the girls I was living with, Christina, she was like, you know, it's always those days that I don't want to go to my auditions, that I push myself to go and I end up always booking the gig on the day I don't want to go. And that stuck with me and I was like, fuck, I can't risk that. I can't, I can't do the whole what if thing. Mm-hmm. And so I pushed myself the night before I picked a couple songs. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I went and I stood in line at five in the morning with 10,000 people in LA at, um, oh, what stadium was it? I can't remember, but it was a big stadium. And they gave me like the equivalent to a golden ticket. And they said, okay, you have a, a follow-up audition, a private audition with the executive on this date. They said, please pick something current because I sang some older songs because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a rebel too. And I don't really love top 40. And, and they're like, can you dress for a gig? And I didn't know what that meant because <laughs> at this point, like I just would dress however. And they're like, we want you to dress for a gig. And I was like, what does that mean? So I was super green and super young. I was 20, 22 or 23. And um, fast forward through probably three months of auditioning. So for those that don't know what it takes to get on a show like this, there are like layers of auditions that you must go through. There's background checks. um, There's medical checks. There's like so much auditioning you have to have a specific personality a certain type of story and then they really drive that story home and write a character essentially around who you be and how you fit in and the whole um like macro of that season's experience so long story short i got cast and i was on christina aguilar's team it was an incredible experience and I was definitely very, very young. I didn't have a lot of tools developed at that point. I did not have a manager or anyone really looking out for me to help me with strategy post. And there was no integration at that time built into the program. So for contestants just coming off, it was just like, okay, nice knowing you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? You go from nothing, not nothing, but you go from just like a very, um, grassroots open mic small town way of pursuing music like beginning stages foundation to 
multi-million dollar sets, celebrity judges, like overnight having a, a following and a platform and you don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the politics of it all. Because there's so many politics that are involved in these shows because you have freaking hundred hundred million for this specific season we had a budget of 300 million dollars and that budget capital is raised by investors and so they have that money on the line to not just pay back but then make dividends and they leave nothing to chance so of course it's a game of chess of course things are predetermined and they engineer it to where we think that we have some type of control as as contestants and as those that are participating in voting. So it's a really interesting experience. And I was very disheartened after being voted off because I felt like I had won that battle. Uh, I watched that. This is the case. <laughs> I watched that battle and I totally felt like you won that battle too. It was so funny because I heard you talking about that and I can't remember when I heard you talking about that. It feels like forever ago, but then I Googled you as you do totally creeping. Um, and I watched that battle and I was like, you totally fucking won. And I was like, what? But it's a hundred percent the politics. Like my dad auditioned for, my dad's actually a musician and a singer. And like, he did the whole, like go to New York and try to make it and stuff like that. But we were really little. So for the longest time, my dad was like a wedding singer and he was like, had a band here in Calgary. They like traveled in Canada and stuff like that. But I remember him auditioning for Canadian Idol. And it was like a whole ordeal, but there was like so many politics involved and like, it was just so crazy. Yeah. I didn't have a following. I didn't even have an Instagram at that point. And I just had gotten a Twitter because they told me to create one. Like I had nothing. I was like so out of the loop of Hollywood and and tech and social media, Um, barely just had created a Facebook um, <laughs> so, yeah, wow. you know, there was so much that I hadn't developed prior to coming on the show that really influenced my, my, uh, my time on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have like this, this is one of my first real check-in moments when I got voted off. I was in my hotel room after just fucking raw. So so incredibly heartbroken and like what the fuck just happened like what happened like christina aguilera couldn't even look me in my eyes because when she delivered the results because it was already determined and she was like this is bullshit man like you even have it on one of the episodes you see her in our rehearsal of that battle round song going whoa slamming her hands on the computer on the on the the piano going, I didn't know you could sing like that. And it was just, I was so happy. I was so happy that they cut that in because Mm -hmm. it was real and it was an underdog moment. And while I have been an underdog for a long time, I've also shed that identity because it's kept me, you know, when you identify with something and you label yourself as something, you keep yourself in whatever the definition of that is mm-hmm. for my underdog years. And um, that first check-in moment in that hotel room was just like, okay, eyes wide open. This is what you are signing up for. Are you sure you want to do this? Cause you're talented at a lot of things and this is going to take everything you've got. You're going to be put through the ringer. You're going to fail a thousand times. Like, are you sure this is what you're here to do? Is it fucking worth it? And I couldn't walk away. I couldn't stop. I needed a break. I needed maybe a beat to just catch my breath and recover emotionally. But it was who I, it was who I was, you know, like I express, I sing, I use voice. I have all these gifts and it's not a pressure to use those gifts. It's a desire. It's a desire, mm-hmm. and it's also what has kept me sane. You know, it's it's my gift, but it's it's also like my medicine, my mm-hmm. own personal medicine before it's anyone else's. So I said yes, and from there on, you know, it was a whole long journey. It's been how long has it been? I'm thirty, 
one next week. <laughs> oh my god. And Happy yeah. early birthday. I'm a January baby. Is that, are you is that still in January? The 29th. Oh damn. Yeah, I'm a totally a January baby. I had my birthday on Saturday. Happy belated. Shout out Aquarius. Yo, shout out. It's so funny because I'm like technically like on the cusp, but I'm like totally an Aquarius. <laughs> like I I'm not a Capricorn. I may be as stubborn as a Capricorn can be, but that's that's all I got. That's all I got. Other than that, I'm too weird to be a Capricorn. Too weird. I feel you. Yeah. 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 Uh, shout out to the weird cusps, January babies, Aquarians. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so from there, girl, I, I like, I was determined. I had people hitting me up left and right to manage me. It was very confusing. I ended up signing with uh, someone who wasn't in the industry um, as like a co-manager that then connected us to someone in the industry who was part of Justin Timberlake's camp for the last 13 years. And we started rocking with them. And um, it was an amazing experience. I got to write with fuck, some of the most impressive people in the world uh, on the writing front, like uh, Brian McKnight. I worked with a guy named um, Bluetooth uh, who worked with Jordan Sparks and a lot of Chris Brown stuff. Damon Thomas, um, uh, Harvey Mason, the underdogs, they are responsible for like things like the soundtrack of Ray, Dream Girls, Justin Bieber stuff, Michael Jackson stuff, Whitney Houston, like really amazing people. Wow. And even uh, the guy that wrote Justin Timberlake's 2020 experience with him, James Fauntleroy. So I was in the room with like fucking amazing people. I was where I should have been, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, that's what I was made for. But there was a disconnect. My management team didn't quite understand me and their internal system was calibrated to the mainstream popular old paradigm still. And because of that, I, 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 you know, when you are in a management artist situation, you have to trust, you choose to trust who your leadership is. And at that point, I hadn't taken responsibility for my own fucking thoughts and feelings about things. And I just kept overriding those red flags for mm -hmm. almost three years. And I knew something wasn't right. And all of my projects were just not good enough, not hitting the mark. Oh, we're now onto a different trend. And every, nothing came out for almost three years. And then finally, when we did put a project out, it was so not me. It was good music, but it was just so not me. And I, I broke. I fired everybody. I walked away from everything, all of, all of my contacts, everything I'd worked for. And I felt really lost in that moment. I felt really like I was in like this doom bubble of like, I'm never going to make it. I'm like past my prime. I'm not on the voice anymore. I've, I've, I rode my good years after that show out with people who didn't really get me and tried their best, but this, it didn't hit. And I took a year off and I stopped singing. And wow. yeah, I like, I just, my soul went on strike. It was like, fuck this. This is, is not what we came here for. So I started cooking started cooking and I opened a supper club. I started a supper club called the Moroccan Supper Club, which later my now partner and I um, grew a little bit more, but it, 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 got, it caught fire and people loved the experience. It was super rejuvenating and I got to be creative and artistic in a different realm. And because I did that and I took the pressure off of myself to be whatever and just be with what was in that moment, which were just a lot of emotions I had to fucking process through before continuing on, continuing on anywhere and committing to anything. So if anyone is in a phase right now hearing this where they're in transition, and what I mean by transition is they're just not sure which direction they're going, but they know that they can't do keep doing what they are doing now, just know that you're perfect right there, right there. Take, take the pressure off of what you've been focusing on and just let it breathe. Let it breathe and find another way to stimulate the thing that you need to stimulate. Because there's not just one way to stimulate creativity or intellect 
or any part of ourselves. So do your best to just step away for a second so that you can come back to it with clarity and a lot less tension and reaction-based uh, thought and action. Uh, so that's what I did. And it rejuvenated my soul. It re-sparked my passion to storytell because I started doing it with food. And so I went mm -hmm. back and I wrote my first song in a year called Long Way Around. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. That song is like forever just like the foundation of where this really all began for me on my own terms. And it says, I know that there's something more and there's a pull that I just can't ignore. It was only a matter of time before I had the strength to cross that line. And I can't give up now. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I know that I've got to put one foot in front of the other. And the punchline of that message is, I'm not part of the lost and found. I'm just taking the long way around. I'm enjoying this journey. I've dropped the fucking pressure to succeed, to look like what this old paradigm's projection of success is for an artist. Um, you know, we have something called this mainstream. And the mainstream is amazing, right? But it's like social media. It can be really detrimental mm -hmm. to our growth if we don't know how to use it. It can also be a fucking killer tool to accessing people and starting a conversation. But the thing is, you have to make a choice of once you start the conversation, are you going to stay in the same conversation or are you going to grow yourself and your audience? So in the mainstream, everything is really big and really shiny and it's a distraction from all the other life that is being lived. This is what I've learned. Mm -hmm. And when I started going down the indie artist route, the unsigned indie artist route, I realized so many fucking artists are thriving that are not known in the U.S. market. They're fucking huge overseas. They're huge in this pocket, huge here. They're playing 500, 1,000 people, 2,000 people shows, festivals, and they're making millions of dollars doing it if they're smart and have great systems set up internally, which is totally accessible and doable and um, in this day and age, which with having YouTube and people giving tutorials left and right on how to optimize and build a business. Um, but it takes responsibility. And so when I realized that the responsibility was resting on me, and I took the pressure of having to look a certain way, sound a certain way, fit in a certain mold as what I focused on and put it towards how do I build a business around who I really am? everything changed long way around was a declaration of advocating for myself and being just fucking fine with not knowing where i was going uh, but knowing how i wanted to feel mm. and so that's where it started and then from there i just started opening my channel and and really going into deep states of meditation and and, and praying and communicating with my team in the unseen god and the angel realm and just different different forms of consciousness that were streaming through me and channeling that into song from the melodies to the lyrics and I took a step back four songs deep and I was like fuck this is amazing and it's triggering because these are the things these are the things that we go through every day the real shit that we're experiencing that people are too afraid to talk about Mm -hmm. And I, again, was invited to check in and go, so are you a leader or are you not a leader? Is this how you want to spend your life? Is this the message that your soul approves of? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And so from there, we've just been building. No, oh I can love that. Yeah, we're on the on the cusp of releasing this album, which is just, fuck, man. Like, I, I thank God every day. I'm so grateful every day that I am the space to usher this into the world. 
it's a lot it's a tall order mm-hmm. holy shit it has challenged everything i have believed it has challenged everything i believe i was capable of carrying and and producing and it's in, invited me into so much education and being a student and like learning this dance of surrender and action. Mm, I love it. And like, okay, talk a little bit about the album and talk a little bit about, I'm so excited for you. Like this is, I just fucking love it. And I love it so much. And I just like believe so strongly in your work. And I've like not only witnessed and felt your work, but I just believe so fucking strongly in what you're doing because even one of the reasons why I left the acting world and the film world is because I was like, fuck all this bullshit. Like there's like, they're just breaking. Well, from my experience, it's like so many of my friends and everything like that, like they would break any part of who they were just to get a role. They would break any part of who they were just to get a, a like an audition or just to get whatever. And it's like, fuck that. Like, what are you here for? Yeah. And I just, I love that that's what you're all about. So tell everyone what the album's like, tell everyone what you've been doing and tell everyone how obviously they can support it. And we'll put everything in the show notes, but just like go riff. Thank you. Thank you. Well, 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 well. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this record, fuck you guys, it is sick. It's sick. I can't take all the credit for it because just like my songs, like I'm I'm tapping into something so much bigger than me. And while my life experience and the path that I've walked and the lessons that I've learned are the fuel to the fire and are the emotion behind the delivery of these songs. These words are coming from a divine place. And this concept has come from a divine place as a gift to us all. This record is damn good music straight up. Just such fucking good music, content wise, sonically. And going into it, my desire was to blend the mainstream with the light stream. And do you still have that, the live stream? I know you did a live stream. Is that still on your Facebook? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. You guys have to go fucking watch this live stream video. Cause I caught part of it on the Instagrams, but it was so, so good where you were sampling some of your old stuff, but definitely some of the new stuff from the album. It's like so fucking good. Like you guys just have to go listen to it. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is my old stuff was never produced. So mm-hmm. it was played, I, I played it out, I performed it, but it's actually part of the record too. Oh my God, yes. It's produced and I freaked them. I freaked them a little bit. So they're different than how everybody is used to me singing them. Oh um, like now Long Way Around has a little bit more of a, a hip hop uh, reggae pocket. Oh my God. So fucking ill. So cool. it hits hard comfort zone is now gone from a ballad to a power rock anthem oh my god i'm so excited it's so sick so what i mean by me blending the mainstream with the light stream is there's two there's two proverbial worlds right now that exist there's this thing that maybe you've heard of called the old paradigm and then the new paradigm which is a very the new paradigm is a very rebellious way of living your life. It's completely pro-choice and subscribes to the notion that whatever we declare and believe is what will manifest and that there is nothing that we can that is not attainable. The old world is one of misbalanced energetics dealing with masculine energy and feminine energy and has a ton of structure and politics in play that say you must hit these requirements in order to be worthy of x and so a lot of us are still from our conditioning in the old world and there's nothing wrong with that evolution is a process and it doesn't happen overnight However, the only way for us to go from one side of the spectrum to the other is a bridge. And that's what this album is. It's a bridge. 
So it's sonically what we are used to hearing in one element. And then it's also sonically what we're craving to hear. So it's a blend and it's a soundtrack that fucking lights your soul on fire and supports you in remembering how fucking dope you are as a human being, just by being, by breathing, you are working your ass off. You are in consciousness and you are human. Mm. And we don't talk about how hard just doing that is. Yes. Just getting out of bed and waking up. And this record honors that. And then it also goes into beast mode and says, let's fucking go. You got work to do. We got work to do. We're here to be bad, bad motherfuckers. Let's go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But we can't get to that true strength, that true level of fucking legendary greatness without honoring where we're coming from and really giving some love to the wounds that keep us from truly embodying those, those moments of glimpses where we're like, yeah, I'm fucking dope. Mm-hmm. No, we can, we all have those moments of like, yes, it, shit's awesome. It's popping. I'm, I can do this, but does it last? And so I'm looking to support people and experiencing lasting states of I'm dope, lasting states of I can fucking do this, lasting states of leadership. And this record is all of it, all of it. Now, the cool thing is where the new school, the new paradigm of um, science and process Mm. and formula come in are in how this record was conceptualized and formulated. So from track one all the way up to track nine to a different chakra, the first chakra being the uh, root chakra and working all the way up to the crown. In between these, you have these little intersections. So let me break this down. If you're not familiar with chakras, chakras are energy points, main energetic points. Let's think of it as main highways in the body. And then you have off ramps, which are the meridians um, that the nadis that cross. And so I've created like a sonic freeway, highway, intersection kind of route um, or system. And with each chakra, each song reflecting a chakra, it lights that area up and we keep going up and up and up and up until you have a full chakra alignment, meaning that you are now the space for creative energy, love, and any other emotion, honestly, like sadness, anger, all that shit, to actually flow through instead of just getting stuck. And this is the main reason why we have amazing ideas that don't end up panning out and becoming anything because it gets stuck by a belief that has shifted our chakra or energy point out of alignment or shut it down completely. And so this is my gift to our brothers and sisters, to the world, in saying, hey, here's a fucking tool that's super powerful that you might not know about that works to, you know, unblock whatever is blocked within so you can start creating what you want to create and stop idolizing false gods and idolizing people for being this and that and doing this and that because you can do that shit too. And then in between, because sometimes there's a little bit of a, uh, like, what do I do with this? Um, you know, we have these breakdowns so that we can break through. And when you listen to music, you know, if you, if you're a fan of music and you just got that one jam that when you're sad, you put on and you relate to it and it gets you through and it makes you feel less alone. It's still an emotional experience nonetheless. And so as support to shift you out of that and into a different state. And so you're not staying in that sad place. There's a sonic like transition interlude of 30 seconds in five places in the record that have binaural beats and whole tones. 
And what that does is it's a certain rhythm and pattern that taps into the brain, our brain activity and shifts us into a either slower pace or faster pace brain wave sequence. This allows us to then have control over our thoughts and the state in which our thoughts are funneling through. Because if we're thinking thoughts and our brain is going super fast and we're in a sad state, what that will do is it will induce panic. So if I can support someone in an emotional state to have calmer thoughts and then go to the next song, which takes it, which levels them up to their sacral chakra, reminding them just breathe. And then you breathe. And now all of a sudden you're oxygenating your brain and you have now more options available to you and your logical mind comes back on instead of fight or flight. You see what I mean? And then from there, we go to the next song, which is Lion's Gate. And from Lion's Gate, we're fucking celebrating. Now we're celebrating. We're like, yo, we got this. We got this. Let's move this shit. Let's move that energy. So it's a very intelligent piece of art. I love that so much. And it's so powerful to just like, even the fact of like just breath and those things that we like that we act like they're like, oh, it's, it's not a big thing, but it is. And anyone who's ever done breath work, like if I do eight hours of breath work, I'm an emotional basket case from just breathing for like eight hours because, and it can bring up so many things like repressed memories and all that stuff, because a lot of the time we hold ourselves just like anything. And I love how you take people through this process too, through the album too, because you're honoring where you're at and then allowing that transition. But most of the time we just hold our breath and like, like death grip our yeah. breath it could, because we're like, oh, we don't want to feel, but then you don't go through the process at all. Yeah. And, but there's also an old hardwiring in our systems of survival. Mm-hmm. And so when our nervous system feels that we're in danger or we're experiencing an emotion that makes us feel fear, our breath, our breathing becomes shallow and we only breathe into our chest and kind of abandon this lower half of our body so we're not rooted. And when we're not rooted, our mind has the ability to just fucking take us and run in whatever crazy ass direction upside the wall it wants to go. And that's where we lose our shit. Mm -hmm. So if I can support people and reminding them to fucking just breathe, you know, so that they can override the nervous system saying you're going to get eaten by a fucking dinosaur (laughs) and you're not, And you're actually the one that's bigger than your problems and bigger than all of this shit. You're the one that's smarter than your nervous system. Mm. Then you still have a choice. You're not a fucking victim. You're a badass. Mm -hmm. Mm, I love it. And how can people support your album? Yes. Okay. So you guys, I'm so (laughs) proud. I'm so fucking proud of this thing. And, you know, while I've done most of the work up to this point on my own raising you know 70% of the um the the finances to fund this record uh we are 22k actually we're less than that now because we're almost halfway uh to our goal on the GoFundMe yay 22k and this supports the rest of the recording process which is one more month of recording to do final vocals, the final mix and master, and then getting it out there and hiring uh, some support for PR to really give it a big push so that people actually know this exists. And it's going to be a movement. It's huge. It's fucking going to be huge. And um, I decided instead of taking myself out of the creative space and back into business and siphoning off um, a percentage, a large, large percentage of what would be my, you know, return on the, on, on the album so that I could actually keep a roof over my head and keep doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I decided to take it to my tribe and that's all of you so that you could help me bring in this last 22,000 to make that happen. And as of right now, we're almost at $7,000. I'm so proud of everyone that's rallied and put their name behind this. We have some fucking cool incentives too. Really Mm. cool 
incentives. So if you are interested in just even seeing what's been going on, we created a less than three, like a, a, yeah, under three minute video that, you know, shows you what we've been doing. You get to be behind the scenes in the studio with me in that three minutes, and you get to preview um, one of the songs that are on the album. It's called Just Breathe, and it's a really beautiful song, really mm -hmm. dope. Something you can just cruise to your car in, what top down or cozied up in the rain. You know, it's just one of those songs you can always put on, and it makes you feel good. Um, so check that out. And if you feel like you resonate that, like you want to put your name on that and you want to contribute it, want to contribute to it being out in the world, if you could donate, you know, a dollar, five dollars, up to however much you're feeling inspired to donate to it, I thank you. And it absolutely does move the needle and get us closer. At this point, if let's, let's do some math. Mm -hmm. Some quick math. Are you on the quick math? I'm on uh, a calculator. Perfect. <laughs> Whatever I teach, it's so funny. I need to stop saying this because like affirmations are a thing. But I always joke. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't do math. Like I have a drama degree. <laughs> like I'm so sorry. I don't do right? math. So but it's so funny. Okay. If 200 people donated $5. That's another $1,000 closer to our goal, you guys. And that's dope. Mm -hmm. That is so amazing. If 200 people gave $20, that's $4,000. If 200 people donated $51, which is two tiers, the third tier, mm -hmm. that's $10,200. That's fucking beautiful. That's amazing. That's super powerful. It's like voting. It's like you're putting your money where your mouth is directly with direct artists that are about what you're about, that are going to commit to keep continuing to create things that source you and your come up. Mm -hmm. It's not just your come up, but you're being plugged into a community that's devoted to the same thing and aligned to the same thing. There is no feeling alone in that space. There is only connection. There is only networks to cross promote and support one another. If you mm -hmm. have something like this, if you're someone that's an artist, write me. If you want some support with what you've got going on, I will shout your shit from the rooftop because we need each other to pull each other up. Mm -hmm. And that is what the new paradigm is. And that's what I'm committed to. That's what my art is aligned with and committed to representing. Mm, I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you for offering me this platform to just reach your tribe and let them know what I'm doing in the world and, and why it means so much to me. You know, too many of us are suffering and going through the world thinking that our problems are punishment for something we've done or because we're unworthy when it's really our platform to rise. It's our platform and our catalyst to our personal revolutions. Mm -hmm. And my community definitely knows, like I would never, ever bring on anyone who I didn't believe in 110% and I wasn't behind what they were offering 110%. So like, hell yeah. And if you're listening to this and say you can't donate for whatever reason, share this episode, Please take us both so we can like shout it from the rooftops. Or if you can't donate, amazing, still share this episode. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean to push people um, in what I'm about to say, but it's a, it's one of my biggest lessons in, as an artist is asking for help. It's mm. really hard to ask for help. It's really hard, but yeah, that's just, oh, it's, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, right. Yeah. Kind of stories that say you're less than your, your people are going to think of this of you. Fuck that. My mission and what I'm here to do is so much bigger than all of these ego mind stories that are trying to keep me safe and from being rejected or whatever because I'm gonna go to the end of the earth until this is everywhere all over the earth mm -hmm. and I know that they have these tools and people feel and are connecting to their greatness but I want to say if if you are not in a financial position to support this campaign I fucking totally understand and I've been there and 
if you do feel like you want to contribute and you want to share this, get bold with your language when you share this. Not only share what you got from this, share what you're going through. Take a step into your own leadership. Mm-hmm. And also, be straight up about calls to action. Because something I learned when I first put this out to my main tribe is I said, I need your support. I didn't say I need you to donate. Mm-hmm. I need to make this happen. That was a huge lesson for me. So whether it's this project that you're sharing out or your own, get fucking savage about asking for what you need. It's the only way it's going to happen. Oh my God. I love that. I think that'll be the quote for your episode, by the way, get fucking savage about what you want. About asking for what you need. About asking what you need. Yeah. I'm going to put that in. Amazing. Is there anything else you want to share with anyone? And another thing, by the way, everyone, another way of using your voice, which I've learned too, is like being like being very intentional of where you're putting your money. Because once again, that's like, if we were all so fucking intentional with what we actually support financially, like with, like with speech and how we talk about things, but especially financially, like we could control the entire world and you get to see more of what you actually want to see more of. Fuck yeah. Bye. Bye Monsanto. You choose to, you know, go to a farmer's market and support a local farmer who has integral farming practices you know, like you don't need to be vegan, but like support a, a ranch that mm-hmm. is humane and loves their animals up until their full lifespan. And then they're offering, you know, that, that life force energy that is really pure instead of offering you something that, you know, an animal that has been slaughtered and tortured and you're eating their fear and you're eating their adrenaline and that ingested and digested into your body creates disease and cancerous cells. You know, we have a choice about our health. We have a choice about where we put our money and what we, what we, what we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And it absolutely starts with rocking our dollar, you Mm -hmm. know, rock your vote. Yeah. But even our political system is fucked and the voting system's a little backwards. Not to say that in a hopeless way, but how we gain control back of the voting systems is actually through mon- monetary strict strategy mm-hmm. and putting our dollar where we really want it to go. We vote with our dollar. Mm-hmm. And then only then will our votes actually matter. We have the control. We have the power. It's by slogan, love, freedom, power. Live your life in love, freedom, and power. Oh, I love all of it. And it's been so amazing having you on. And I'm so happy for what you're doing in this world. And I'm so jazzed that you came and you took the time out to just like chat on my platform and share your work. And yeah, I'm so excited to get this episode out. Thank you, girl. I love you. I'm so grateful to you believing in me, seeing me, feeling me, and supporting me like this. And all of you out there thank you for your time Mm -hmm. a huge currency don't let nobody waste your motherfucking time y'all yeah you don't know how much time you have we don't know how much time we have and so thank you for allowing me to fill your your ears and affect your your nervous system and your cells and speak truth into you about how fucking dope you are Thank you. And thank you for supporting this incredibly brave woman for creating this platform. My heart just grew three sizes like the Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) I just got all like tingly. Thank you so much. I love you, girl. I hope you loved, loved, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership love and unfiltered voice, then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues, okay? So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. 
And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes, okay? And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.